0: Three, two, one. 99 times of charm, welcome back to the studio, this is 201 at 2am Back here for another fucking episode, so glad to have you guys back here Fucking all you loyal ghouls and goblins in the Houston area Hope you're keeping dry, it's been a crazy fucking week, but uh, I haven't washed away quite yet Um, We're gonna bring this one up, kind of in the traditional style I got my boy fucking Elbrus This is a band in all the tradition blues funeral Local kind of uh, the cult type of band, one of those fusion rock We'll see how this goes What a great way to fucking start out the fucking week. uh. I'm not sure if you guys are as big of a fan of Rain as I am, but... It's always great to hit this time of year. I haven't made it out to the Renfrew yet. We've kind of touched that on this in the past couple shows, but it's really good when it hits this time of year in Houston. uh, The temperature kind of drops off for a little bit. It doesn't really so much get cold as it rains a shit ton, but it's a good time to have like a kid's birthday party, go to the zoo. If you're one of those people that doesn't mind wearing a jacket to the beach, perfect fucking weather for you, bud. I've been doing a lot of isolation Um, If you guys don't know, I picked up a house this year Um, First time living somewhere that's not an apartment First time owning somewhere, really It's kind of been a big dividing factor, though Uh, I think a lot of my friends get intimidated That still live with their parents That's a big trend I've noticed in fucking Houston, too How many people have homeboys And dedicated, like, fucking faithful Like, intelligent lads Live with their fucking parents seems to be a fucking epidemic in this city but what can you do with the fucking economy too it's not like they build a lot of housing for us anymore uh fucking focused on those million dollar condos for people moving out of state don't get me wrong i love bringing in those cultures it's all about that melting pot you got to mix it up but i mean fucking (laughs) when everything you build costs two thousand dollars a month to rent and jobs here pay like a little bit over ten dollars an hour doesn't doesn't shake out too well for the people that actually live in the city if you know what i'm saying you know me, always on and about trying to mix it up in the fucking sweet-ass South. Um, this week, I hit up Underneath the Volcano, one of my favorite fucking movies, by the way, if you guys have never checked it out. But this is actually a Mexican-inspired hangout, kind of like a patio bar. It's located on 2349 Bissonette. They fucking mix it up, bro, with the desserts. Fucking Cheesy Mac. It's actually one of the coolest... Um, it's kind of like... Uh, what's that meal between dinner and breakfast um, called... Uh, like second dinner I guess you would call it fucking that 11pm, uh, that 12pm right before the city shuts down proper you can only swing by there and they have like unique menu fucking boozy cakes other stuff that's really hard to get in Houston typically Last night, I spent a little time over at fucking Pink's Pizza 2. That's the West Gray location, by the way. Looks I think I got a fucking couple now, too. Uh, located in uh, 3404 North Shepherd 1009 Moy Street, and 1403 Heights as well. Fucking blowing up, dude. Even if you're not a Houston local, if you're one of those townies I was talking shit about about two minutes ago, you should know Pink's. They show up pretty much every fucking festival. Day for night, uh, South by... No, not South by Southwest. Fucking, uh... What is it? Free Press Summerfest? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have been up on that fucking internet culture lately, but this week was some fucking explosive fucking bullshit. Banning people left and right for Twitter for this fucking NPC meme. it's uh it's the new uh the new n-word basically calling someone a non-playable character if you guys are not familiar with video game terms which i'm not sure why you're fucking watching this show if you're not but uh <laughs> an npc is a character that uh just basically recycles dialogue they trap you in like a, a loop and you kind of have to give them the right answer they don't really know what to say which kind of fits the the dynamic of a lot of political conversations i have nowadays i don't know about you guys i know i probably i have a, a dynamic different, a varied list, a varied and colorful audience dynamic that that touches all groups, religions and creeds and races. That's not to say I'm not a complete asshole, though. I kind of think that's um, that's one of the benefits of having the, the Instagram is that um, it gives me a chance to be impeccable, to kind of make up for my shitty nature. You know, no matter how hard you try to live stoically or by anybody's law, at the end of the day, you're still a greasy-ass human, and you kind of got to kind of fit within the confines of reality. But any kind of opportunity to be, you know, a little bit a little bit better, a little bit more beautiful, a little bit wiser than I am in real life, I'll fucking take it. No, I'm no idiot. If anything, I'm fucking jealous, you know All those people, um, if you're someone like me That's got kind of an intense personality I think you can kind of realize the benefit Of the, your friends and peers and get away from you You know, at least you can get away Shit, I'm fucking, I'm trapped with my ass 24-7 You know You know, it ain't ain't easy being friends with somebody like me, especially if you are me. My ideas of a good time are fucking driving around in a car with the fucking heater turned up all the way, fucking arguing with somebody till I get too defeated and too exhausted to just continue and just give in. Fucking, it's not an easy life, man. It's not easy. It ain't all bad. You know, sometimes you got to count your blessings, though. I mean, uh, me personally, I like to make up words. This we got came up with one called uh, eclectric. That's when something's fucking eclectric, but also gives you a jolt. Like when a girl shows you, you know, something with her nipples you ain't never seen done before, gives you one of them. But people really are going in man. I wonder if people can take a second and reflect on what they become. It seems like something happened between the fucking administration where the, the crazy, like, Tea Party Brigade from the right kind of shifted and became a different color for the blue. I wonder if these people can even stop and fucking reflect on themselves. It seems like the left is going crazy, but in, like, a Britney 2007 way instead of, like, a fucking a Diplo show. Even the planets are all fucked up. We've been trapped in like uh, a unique planetary arrangement since Sometime in June, and September, fucking Mars has been absorbed in a global dust storm since at least September. Now there's a fucking uh, a volcano that supposedly has been active for millions of years going off on the surface of it. It shows up in a lot of the European Space Agency pros, but for some reason the NASA data from the same time doesn't show the fucking smoke plume, casting a shadow miles on the fucking surface. But um, I think uh, Earth's kind of going through something something similar as well. Uh, the only time this has happened in recorded history, there's been an increase in volcanic activity, which thankfully we haven't seen a lot of but we definitely seen a fucking increase in the dust activity i don't know if you guys have been watching the sun this past summer uh, a lot less notable noticeable in the fall but anytime uh during june or july you would see like the sun with this bright fucking halo completely absolved and like this white it's basically sand from the sahara there's a uh, there's certain wind trackers online that you can uh take a look at that'll show you what i'm talking about i'll try to put a link in the description it's basically mr mbb i'm gonna hijack him for this podcast there's so much discord between fucking people. This big shift between uh, it seems like there's a big split between people that create content and the people that share it. There's a big uh, just cultural, political uh, alignment difference between these people, and it's it's insane to see. Um, I don't know if that creates a different impact on the mind, the fact that you uh, that you steal ideas instead of con- contributing your own, or maybe it's the fact that you lack the courage and the um, the moral integrity to stand on your ideas. You kind of have to hide behind that facade, that that group identity everybody assigns you. I'm not a big fan of that. It's a uh, it's basically what they're requiring you to do is dumb down your ability to recognize patterns, to just take what you're told and the uh, you know assume that is as the highest authority. Shamanism. Um, esotericism the path of the nagual the path of the warrior all that shit is basically hyper focused attention pattern recognition uh, you need to recognize the patterns between different fucking cultures it's like my buddy fucking shaman redwood on instagram says like you have to take the it's non-repeating patterns this is a this is a this is a pattern right now guys it's not like i'm saying this shit for the fr- I think it's real interesting as we enter as we enter this uh, this new period. It's time to take up the mantle and write our own fucking myths and our own legends. I think we kind of do that already through films and media and anime and television. Uh, fucking you have the Avengers which is the, one of the greatest technical accomplishments uh, our generation has done so far as a species but Thor's not even like a fucking comic book character he's a legit like uh, Norse god that was worshipped for thousands of years it's interesting to see how everything comes back around humanity has a fascination with um, with the past but you can always change the past too that's one of the good things about it that's also one of the bad things I suppose as well I'm not a big fan of the past myself. I think a lot of my content makes it pretty clear that um, a past is just something someone can really own you with, you know? Not just your name, but they have these certain behaviors and these certain Shared memories that they can attribute to. There's basically hooks that you can't escape, and that uh, that brings you back to some of the shittiest time in your life. And I mean, what is a past in the grand scheme? The grand scheme of things, besides something to own yourself with. Do you really need that aspect, or are you strong enough to stand on who you are at this very fucking moment? isn't that so fucking convenient though you always have something you can blame your shifts on like uh the planets or society or or jokes or memes but i mean uh change always starts what it what is change if not the fucking the thought in your head realized its voice from your mouth becoming the physical actions to manifest the destiny that you were just thinking of previously words of power dude you know confidence Confidence sells. Um, if, if you're having a hard time applying for a job, if you're one of those people that's caught up in that fucking, that LinkedIn, that Craigslist, that e-resume bullshit, you got to play it to your advantage, dog. You got to look up. I mean, it's literally robots that hire that shit. You have to look up somebody that has the position you want in the industry you want and copy those fucking act, copy those fucking action roads, my man. You got to get that uh, that execute in there. Another good one is planned. A good one is responsibility. Um, we kind of covered this in the last show a lot of employers aren't looking for uh, maternal instincts or feminine type of leadership yeah. there's a very concrete very cookie cutter layout of the type of bosses companies want and uh, there's basically just a robot looking for the action verb so fucking copy that shit and you'll get an interview before you know it take it from me I'm trying to come up on that myself. I'm moving towards that, that level of knowledge you have where someone will pay you to work from the house where they're like, this dude's too important. We don't need him to come in. Let's, let's leave him at the fucking house. Let's save let us save us some gas money and save us an office. But I mean, what do you lose in that aspect? You lose that little bit of human interaction. I, I guess I still had, but, oh man, it's just, if you've worked in an office, I guess I only really have to go into that. It's, it's draining on a spiritual level and not in a fucking good way what is even a fucking office bro how do we move away from building structures out of stone to building it out of all this fake shit time of the day it's so insane being trapped inside fucking for 12 hours out of your day how can you experience life when you're locked off from it like that fucking secluded from the planet and the fucking sun and the moon it's a fucking disgrace when the, the time of day becomes just a fucking circle on the clock you look at. That's bullshit, dude. I'm not even sure what you do if your uh, your ideal job doesn't really fit in the Western paradigm. Uh, I'm not even sure what the Western 2018 equivalent of a shaman is. It's just great to give people fucking life advice, letting people know that when you lose attachment to others, it's not the end of your life. It's the beginning of separating, like... You know, that that pleasure your body gets from that emotional, spiritual enrichment that your soul gets from fucking interacting with people and enriching people and watching that seed grow that you planted. It's honestly the the patterns and the routine of life that are the real killer. You gotta shake shit up sometime. Uh, This week, personally, I was stealing the thing from Nick Grohl's interview with Rogan where he was saying he meditates every morning for 10 minutes. You'd be surprised, dude, waking up 30 minutes earlier than you normal do, or normally do, going outside and just uh, just collecting your thoughts and fucking feeling the fucking energy of the earth, bro. It's, uh, it's a revitalization and it kind of puts everything into perspective, it kind of gets you, it's like breakfast for the mind, I guess you would call it. It gives you that mental enrichment to kind of align yourself and get you sharpened for the day so you don't start it out as such a piece of shit, but somebody that's more on focus, more on task, I guess. I Meditation is something I, I used to not understand at all, but honestly it's helped me, you know, resolve some of the most intense headaches I've ever had. It's helped me find I, I guess you would call it inner peace. I call it inner stillness, because stillness is what you really need. I've had some pretty powerful experiences that have shifted my awareness to a point that most people normally don't reach. And I've kind of discovered through, through obviously through reading and then through my own experimentation that a lot of the times what you're trying to capture through putting both the left and right side of your brain into that balanced state is pushing yourself back to that point of heightened awareness that you had before. But that's a scary fucking proposition, dude. I don't know if you've ever had a conversation with 12 translucent geometric jaguar heads. It's off-nerving to say the least, and they're fucking judgmental too, fucking pricks that always fascinates people to find out about DMT, too, that it's fucking, uh, it's not a, a purely human interaction. Jaguars have been observed in the jungle fucking seeking it out purposefully and eating the leaves and like rolling on their backs like giant retards I wonder if that's a similar interaction that bugs kind of have, though. Um, apparently a lot of uh, insects that we consider pest insects for, for crops and, and herbs and general human plants that we like to grow they have a similar reaction to psilocybin where they get that kind of um that accelerant but it's all it's mainly just a bug deterrent for them a lot of insects supposedly don't have the um the, cor- the cortexes or the uh the membranes that create serotonin so they don't get the blissful aspects that humans do from psilocybin just kind of just like a constant hell which is fucking crazy when you consider something like uh, cicadas they have this um butt cancer that can affect them, basically, that makes their ass fall off, and then it makes their brain create psilocybin and then the active ingredient in meth until they die, basically. What a fucking insane, that's fucking, that's balls to the wall, dude, that's living like Dale Earnhardt Jr. driving into the fucking wall. And I think that's a misconception a lot of people have, too, that there's like a, a grand scheme or some master plan that they're defying from. Um, your brain, basically, is being smashed and bombarded constantly with all possible realities your five senses and your you know your ability to stay focused on what's in front of you stay focused on food on taking a shit or on fucking love (laughs) keeps you focused on this world and keeps all those possible realities from making you go insane more or less Not that I'm the most sane person to begin with. I just don't think that people should be so hung up on mistakes they made made in this life, you know? There's a life out there where you you fucked up super bad. There's a life where you uh, made the right choice and you got that fucking beamer, dude. You were that beamer boy. But, um, you know, you're just trapped in this one. So don't even worry about it, dude. Just go get some fucking canes, chicken strips, you know, pick up some good vinyl, some Miles Davis, and just enjoy life, dude. Don't worry about the fucking mistakes. Promise me, I, I bet you'll get another chance to fuck it all up again. It seems like we all do. That's the real dread anyway. I've never felt anything so fucking dark as thinking that uh, I've just been making these same fucking mistakes forever and ever. It seems like uh, life doesn't really want to teach us with pain, but I know for me and a lot of you, that's the only thing our dumb asses listens to. I'm a big fan of the the genre definers, the iconoclast. I kind of try to live that way too. You know, I want to show up with a with a with a shirt that says like uh, the devil eats pussy or something like that. That just that exacerbates the mind and draws attention to you and then you know knock them out with a fucking heavy metal rendition of greed you got that one two punch that's kind of the the point like um being yourself i guess if you can be so in tune with yourself and you can become a parody of yourself how fucking cool is that dude like just to throw people through that loop that fucking that's the best way to jolt that that awareness point loose from these static motherfuckers it's good to be back in that uh that rainy fucking time of year though with that holiday depression it looks like the the rockets were able to sweep the Lakers tonight one twenty four to one fifteen. Man, what a fucking... Looking forward to the season, but it's disappointing knowing that they're, they're never going to make it, dude. They're always going to get blocked by fucking the Warriors. I was kind of talking with some of my confidants. I'm trying to get my buddy Jordan in here to see if we can talk sports for a little bit. But I'm fucking... Uh, I'm a big proponent of the idea that um, we should go after... Uh, fucking... Uh, LeBron James is his fucking name. LeBron fucking went to Miami for two years He could pull out a win for them He's looking for competent people He's looking for people like fucking Harden to back him up He wants another fucking I mean, it's cool to bring a championship To your hometown You know what else is cool? Being the fucking champion maker Going to a new city Setting up shop for two fucking years And helping my boys win that fucking NBA Finals To teach the Warriors a fucking lesson That's what's cool but all gladiatorial team mentality shit aside, it's great to fucking participate in team sports. It's something that, uh, uh, I hate to see our culture move away from. It feels like a vital part of the human experience. Just watching people fucking test their skills, beat the shit out of each other, whatever. And that wasn't a fake burp, by the way. That was my, f- I don't know what you would call it. I think I have that disease Barney Gumble had from The Simpsons where he just let out these sick-ass fucking burps. Okay. I looked it up, that disease does have a name, it's called alcoholism. Uh, I am apparently not the first either, let's look at this. Oh shit. A teetotaling text in whose family thought he was addicted to booze was in fact suffering from a rare disease where his stomach turns the food he eats into beer. Too much brewer's yeast in the 61 year old's gut meant that whenever he ate starch it sparked a chemical reaction leading to fermentation. This is back in September 2013. Holy shit dude. This is what's happening to me. I wonder um. I wonder what kind of premium you could charge for brew beard inside a human. it has got to be worth a little bit more than something at to the rear, right? For that human factor. Uh, it's, uh, that's so fucking sad, but I'm, I'm honest, not surprised, honestly. There's a study um, I read about two days ago that shows that, like, uh, since the 1950s, basically everybody 18 to 40 years old has doubled and tripled their chances of getting, like... Um, Crohn's disease and and colon cancer. Basically a bloody butthole from eating nothing but junk food 24-7. It's a fucking hell society, man. I don't even know how to help people with that. The best thing I can give advice for is to uh, just not eat for, you know, two days out of the week. I feel like a really solid 24-hour fast. Maybe not necessarily committing yourself to keto, but just giving yourself um, two to three days a week where you're not processing several thousand calories of food all day gives your body like a chance to rebound a little bit, a chance to kind of heal itself, clear out the poo-poo. It's hard to tell exactly if it's the the planet or the gut or my boat that's causing the shift, but it definitely feels like something's on the horizon. What do you feel like when you're staring down the gun of destiny when you get that... um, that kind of, like, hot, numb peeling in your face when you have a gun pointed at it. It's... I mean, your boner... Your boner kind of gets that same effect when you feel like you're staring at that one fucking person. That person that that pulls all your shit in and tells you, I want to make a fucking mutant with that person's DNA. Mutants can be fucking beautiful, though, man. I'm, I'm always fans of those people with hatchet faces, those giant women that are, like, sexual tree houses you have to fucking climb that's really the draw of people ain't it everybody's got that unique characteristic it's like a big fucking D game where everybody just took adjectives and in, in height and you know pubic hair color and stuck it to a fucking character sheet I will have to talk about brown about that next time he's in here Speaking of guests that I couldn't get to show up this week, I'm trying to get Alex back in. I think she has an art show on November 3rd. I can't remember the exact name, but I may put it in the description. I'm also working on fucking uh, Kenneth and some other people from the office. Love to have Drayton in and just talk about some fucking, some sports with you guys. Some fucking fragrances, just what's on. Get the fucking, get the fucking deets by Dray if you know what I'm saying. And my fucking uh, my good boy Fabio, fucking uh, strap lad from Chicago. Love talking food, fucking movies, everything with that bro. Love to get him in here, and let you guys get a little sample of his fucking crazy ass mind. But I'm not scared, you know. You gotta be able to um whenever you diverge onto the warrior's path in life, you have to have all the tools and you have to be you have to be prepared to be on your own and to kinda make that shit. You can't rely on anybody, as far as I've come to find out. But that's not necessarily a bad thing either. I mean, self-reliance, when you put when push comes to shove, man, you might be replacing your own toilet just because you fucking have to. But what kind of benefit, what kind of what kind of boost do you get from doing something like that? From doing something you never thought you could do until life just kicked your ass and, and showed you in a corner and gave you like a, a table saw and some nails to get your way out with. It's fucking crazy, dude. That's probably why I don't sweat the UFO shit too much, you know? There's all this knock out of the spirit going on. There's all these people out there that need to be helped. I'm fucking, uh, I'm, th- I'm done working on the office, man. It's time to get back to function, time to get back to form. Start working out of the house, start making a fucking difference. Start selling dragon food, shamanic bonsais. Nobody can tell me what to do. I guess that ties back into what's so intoxicating about making your own content, man. Just being in charge of your shit. Not having any fucking, not having any filter. Not having anybody telling you what to do. Not having anybody telling you what to wear. Isn't that what we're all fucking looking for? Are we all looking for our own podcast? I'm just trying to keep it simple. I want some good income. I want a nice house for my mom. And I want another girlfriend with G-Cup tits. I don't think that's too much to ask, honestly. Everybody... Life's been constantly trying to feed me snacks and I'm I'm trying to move up to that dend and you know. I want that meal ticket. I want the I want the wife quality GF, you know. I think we can all get there, even through the fucking storm. We're all gonna come out of this with big titty goth girlfriends on the other side, and I'm here rooting for each and every fucking one of you. Don't you forget that shit. When you think nobody fucking cares, remember, there's a weirdo on a podcast that gives enough of a shit about me to tell me that my body and my spirit are not the same thing. And that if I kill myself, I'm just going to wind up a ghost or a fucking cockroach because life isn't that simple. If it was, everybody would have killed themselves a long time ago, dummy, and keep it on the straight and level. My buddy ran one of those uh, really good Facebook posts today telling you me to post up you know, uh, what's one of the top movies from the year you were born? Uh, I got that fucking, that 88 and the fucking, the classic Biloxi Blues of Matthew Broderick Matthew Broderick and Christopher Walken the tagline from that one is fucking, uh, the army taught Eugene training, but Daisy taught him, every, taught him the basics <laughs> if you've never seen uh, Biloxi Blues, the only thing I could think of that really reminds me of that movie is fucking uh, my cousin Vinny, the two Utes, fucking. <laughs> Did you guys know fucking um, uh, fucking Vincent Gambini put out like an album recently? Vincent Gambini album. Oh my god, dude.
1: <laughs> Get a load of this shit. It's the wrong Most of each ain't see But you shouldn't get the wrong Because it was no square With the trusty split the whistle He could part your hair His toes a little jump, Another was Al and they A hundred and forty strong Together they hit the trail They would make their way Through the right crime and sin Julie and he called From where they should begin They told one door each man And they gave to the floor What the fuck What the fuck is that?
0: <laughs> that'll be killer too by the way I'd love to get someone in here just to bullshit about films with you guys I think we could cover a lot of the the shamanic and the esoteric aspects from everything recent to hereditary maybe going as far back as like Rosemary's Baby which has basically just been remade to death at this fucking point but um, thanks for joining me you guys another fucking week on the books I love anybody the person who made it this far and through this shit show but We'll close it down with the way we brought in with some fucking Elberos.